Before we end this episode of Games Here, I just want to bring to your attention that this game is rated M for Mature and is not meant for children. All right, what's going on, folks? I am here with someone who is very terrible at video games because he makes Ryan look good. That's not true. It depends on the game. It, dep- it 100% depends on the game. My, if it's first-person shooter, we are equally awful. When it's uh, Rocket League, I am the best, except for if you compare pros then not at all but you know very good i'm very good at rocket league i do not hide the fact that i am the best uh in in at least in this apartment <laughs> i don't know about that one michael i've seen some i can guests. guarantee you i'm the best here <laughs> i've seen some i've seen some gameplay of you and my ryan playing csgo Oh no no first person shooter I'm awful yeah <laughs> I I can barely aim and like computer like if if I play like CPU oh, training things I'll bots. probably lose <laughs> yeah yeah so I hundred percent believe that for sure so Michael the best way to improve go play ballistic overkill with bots I like ballistic overkill but I mean that that game has unfortunately been. Actually, funny enough, there's still people that play it. There's still pro- oh. there, there are still servers up that play on it. Believe, oh. it, believe it well, or not. that's awesome. I want to, yeah, I want to play that. I, I well, actually, I okay, I like that game, but I use the ninjas so I can slice and dice and not shoot. And so, so and so you can hide like. No, it, no, no. That's a tactic. This no, the, no, that's not a no, tactic. The invisibility, <laughs> the invisibility of that of that character is compensated for the fact that he has no armor so it's cool you know you it's there's a benefit and a, and, a, and a negative you know pros and cons it's fine but i just like to slice and dice and it's really fun for me for someone to like snipe me and then i go up behind him and like guess who and you smack him so obviously joking aside uh Michael, why don't you tell people like some of your general interests besides Rocky League, not related to gaming? Oh, just general stuff. Y- yes, like okay. life stuff outside of Linux and all the other typical stuff. Outside of Linux, uh, you do have a life outside of Linux, and I know this. Well, I mean, sort of, I guess. As far as what you find entertainment in, ah, right, okay. So I am a really big. Uh, comic book person i really love comics i also love uh movies especially ones based on comics i also like getting phone calls directly in uh recordings um which i'm (laughs) totally leaving in dang it (laughs) muting that for the future's sake so i i really like uh movies uh i don't know if i'm a movie buff or anything but i i definitely do like them but i it's, it's the the main focus is uh, comic book movies and sci-fi and fantasy and that sort of stuff. I do love that sort of stuff. But uh, comic books are probably my uh, most, I, I wouldn't say enthusiast thing, but, you know, pretty much like that. I, I think I, I, there's so, any, every type of comic book, if you can imagine, I would probably like it uh, just because, I mean, the stories might not be the best stories, but any kind of genre, I'm good with most genres. Even stuff that's off the wall, weird you know, things. So things like priest or something along those lines, which sure. are totally off the wall. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Image Comics it doesn't have to be Marvel and DC. It could be Image. It could be other uh, independents. Like uh, a mm-hmm. lot of indep- mm-hmm. One of the coolest things about it is um, the stories that you know. It's funny because a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows that people are you know really into started as a comic book. You know, the Watchmen movie, comic book. The 300 movie, comic book. The uh, Walking Dead TV show is comic book first. And all these things. And in fact, even the Ninja Turtles were, were a comic book first. Completely different kind of genre comic book. But still, that was a comic book first. Like so much stuff for decades have all started in comics and then moved over to these other mediums. So when people like mention a show, they'd be like, have you ever heard of this show? And like, no, but I've, I've read the comic and stuff like that. So uh, that's one of the reasons I, I love comic books is that it's, it's a medium that is open to any kind of content, any kind of story, but it also gives a, 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 a value of art because I am a, a designer and artist type person. So when like, that's why it's like a, a great combination. It's amazing artwork, provided that you're not talking about the 70s and 80s, but amazing artwork combined with great storytelling. And that is something that I am a big fan of. Well, my question about the 70s and 80s, so not a Todd McFarlane fan, art style was? Oh, no, no, no. Todd McFarlane is great. I, I think that his, uh, his style of, of, of art is great. I, I was more talking about the 70s in terms of like the you know 60s and 70s retro style, which is good as a style. It's just not my preference. I think Todd McFarlane changed the game when it comes to art, especially with like Spawn and things like that. And uh, his Spider-Man work was fantastic. So I think that he's one of the examples of like pushing art forward in that space. Well, I mean, he, he is the one that gave us the Venom art design. True. <laughs> And he did a lot of cool, um, you know, poses for Spider-Man. Like there was a couple times where there was this uh, interview with him that he said, like, why he made you know Spider-Man the way he did. He said he wanted to just make cool-looking art that you know we could make the story fit around this art. It, you know, versus the other way, it's like the story always comes first. And like, why can't they have like a symbiotic relationship with you know that? And well, which is also kind of funny that he made Venom. Or he not made Venom, but he made the you know the cool design of Venom and stuff like symbiotic. It, anyway, <laughs> that's a that's a bit going into inside baseball on it when it comes to that stuff. Never. So, <laughs> ironically, the game that I chose for you was I don't know if you've ever actually read these comics. These are based. I on- had not, and when I uh, played the game, it made me want to read the comics. Because these are of uh, this game, which is Wolf Among Us, obviously, if you haven't read the title by now, um, is <laughs> based off a series of comics slash graphic novels, depending on the use your typical geekdom and however you want to describe that. <laughs> I, here, I'll tell you, this is my perspective of the graphic novels versus comics. Some people don't like the word comic because it sounds like it's a, you know, uh, it's not cool or whatever. Like, I don't care about that. There is a distinction. A graphic novel is a self-contained story in comic form, but it is a, a trade book. It's this specific story arc. Then a comic is more of like a broad generalization. So you wouldn't say the Spider-Man graphic novel. You would say Spider-Man comic. Then if you want a particular story like the Clone Saga of Spider-Man, 
that is a graphic novel. Graphic novel. Or Maximum Carnage, that too. Like yeah. all of these types of things. Like that's that's my distinction. And that's the actual graphic novel because this is the entire Maximum Carnage. Nice. Nice. Back when I was really big into comics. So mm-hmm. for the, for those that want to know that, what was that? 91, 90, that was, that was, that was pretty, pretty early nineties. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I was thinking 93, but it could be all any I, of those. All I remember is the maximum carnage, uh, super Nintendo game. That, oh, that, yeah. That's what got me into that adult story. like super adult story. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Maximum carnage is crazy. So I, I I'm a Literally. big fan of Spider-Man, but oh he yeah, Carnage is also a crazy person. So uh there's there's so many uh great stories in comics that the the thing about comics is people always people who are not familiar with the value of them dismiss them. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I like all these different, you know, things taking comics and, and doing the true adaptations and stuff, or doing what Marvel does and make a new story based on the core concepts of other stories. So like, that's why I love Marvel movies. It's not because they are staying true to the comics. They don't stay true at all to the comics, like almost ever, but that's okay because they're writing new stories with these characters and with these settings and stuff like that. So not only do I get the value of like seeing the characters come to life, I also get to see them in a new light, which is great. This episode of Game Sphere is brought to you by DigitalOcean. DigitalOcean recently announced their new Managed MongoDB service, which is a fully managed database as a service. With Managed MongoDB, you can focus more on building scalable, high-performance apps and less on maintaining the database. Simply offload your MongoDB administration to DigitalOcean and let them handle the provisioning, managing, scaling, updates, backups, and security of your clusters. DigitalOcean built this partnership with MongoDB Inc. And together they have ensured that you will get access to all the latest releases of MongoDB document database as they become available. As a listener of the GameSphere podcast and a member of the DLN community, you can get started for free. Actually, better than free because DigitalOcean is giving you a hundred dollar credit when you go to do.co slash dln dash mongo again go to do.co slash dln dash mongo to get started with a hundred dollar free credit on DigitalOcean's new managed mongo db we want to thank DigitalOcean for sponsoring this episode of gamesphere yeah exactly and so these particular comics which are uh, the fable comic fables comics are based or graphic novels are based around essentially story tales which you would normally get you know big bad yeah. wolf little red riding hood snow white all that kind of stuff is actually a projects of new york city essentially is they, they don't actually name it but that's really what it is it's it's a, a section of new york that is essentially cordoned off for all the fables to live and they right. live live in the normal human world but certain ones like because you play bigsby or the big bad wolf mm-hmm. in this particular game and you are an unfor- like a peacekeeper <laughs> i guess would be the best uh, sort of a police officer yeah. but there are there is i think he's the only one yeah so uh that's the gist of it um this is a six episodes series. Michael has only played the first one. So. I played the first episode. I 
played a little bit of the second one, but I didn't finish the second one. So, no. uh, but I did finish the first one, and it is definitely a really interesting story. And I think the art style of this game is interesting too. Uh, yeah. So for for me, um, it's basically a motion comic. You know, you, you've seen a lot of these kind of in like DVD formats and that kind of stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. like, um, a lot. Uh, one of them that comes to mind is some artwork by Ashley Wood, um, who did the, a lot of the Metal Gear Solid comics and stuff that was mm. out, um, a very kind of a surrealist art style. But they did motion comics for that. There's been uh, X-Men motion comics. There's been you know tons of this kind of art style. But this is more animated. Like it, like it feels it's this weird mix of li- like a live interactive comic that... It, like live action movie kind of deal. yeah yeah and, it seems pretty accurate for that yeah and it's because it's not it's not the traditional like this is anime kind of way mm-hmm. so the art design is very so you see a lot of like the the line designs around the face and like that kind of stuff that you would normally see in the comics so, right uh, you know like kind of reminds me of like uh cell shading or whatever yeah 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 uh, so like you would see a lot of those other kind of comic book art designs in the actual character designs for for the game, which is not something that's done very often. Um, And something I actually really like because, you know, being the comic book nerd, the the character outlines, the thicker the lines and all the other stuff, like depending on the artist, they'll have different like outlines for characters and how they they shape and around the face and like Mm -hmm. these little... It's just little details like that that I different love. styles for like a lot of things people think about you know that art there's an art style for comics and there is but there's also many different art styles and every artist is unique in how they do stuff and some art some artists are highly skilled but I'm not a fan of their style other times where their style is so strong that they don't have to put as much uh, emphasis on the uh, art style itself. Or the, or the the you know the quality of it because they they're doing it more in a subdued style such as you know you know paying homage to the '60s style but making it in a modern way. Those are really cool types of art too. Or like for example, um, there's even some styles where they purposefully limit the amount of art that they put into it, and they 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 force themselves to deal with a smaller option of art in the box of what did they allow themselves, such as the walking dead where it's all black and white the entire time. Uh, The the crow comic, the crow as well. Um, Or even if you go back to the Ninja Turtles, where it's all black and white, except for the headbands. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Eastman for that one. (laughs) Yep. Although to be clear, if anybody wants to go read the Ninja Turtles, it is nothing like the show and anything else about it yeah the first movie is the closest you'll get to the original source material yes and it's and you're and you're still miles off yeah and but i mean that's about as close as you're gonna get in any live action format yeah for sure, <laughs> for sure. um so i guess we can uh get into this and talk about yeah some of the the actual game uh we've talked about art style this is a choice driven game um as this plays out, you can obviously see the art style and stuff is very, very comic inspired. Mm-hmm. So right now you're in the back of a, t- a taxi with your character who is the big bad wolf, Bigsby. Uh, very human. Uh, I will say that plays into a lot of the character choices. 
Um, but we'll are get you talking it. about are you talking about the like the glamour based stuff? Uh, yeah, the like the the glimmer type uh, facade yeah. that they give. Um, yeah, that is definitely a element. Is he always that way, like because I, I, I mean, in terms of like the stuff I saw, he never wasn't a human looking. Uh, it's an illusion. I know, I know it's, I know it's, he's not actually human, but I mean, like, he's always wearing, always using glamour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it comes into play later in, um, the the game as far as that. There are, there are certain situations and elements that, that there's a part where he kind of turns a little bit wolf ish, but Uh, not like fully blown wolf. Oh, yeah. yeah, Like, there's sections where he goes full bore and, and, and you'll play it. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention this is very rated rated M as far as language and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and also plots sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rated M. Yeah. It, it, go see an ESRB rating if you want to know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so obviously you have... Pick one at random. You have a timer. Uh, so I'll be a sarcastic. Novel idea. That's a problem. So he's the farm is essentially people who break the law, more or less. The people who do not, who refuse to wear glamour or yeah. can't. They're bleeding me dry, mate. The quality of the spout goes down, but the rates keep climbing up. Do you have any idea how much it costs to have an entire family in glamour? Uh, let's see. Uh, not my problem. You're the one risking your entire family getting shipped off. So I do like the voice acting. I will say, like, yeah, for me. Um, yeah, I agree. The act, the voice acting is quite good. The art style is quite good. It's um, there's a lot of cool stuff about it. It's like a three, a two D style and a three D form. I like it. Language. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first interaction you have. Is, you know. What exactly do you want me to do? I want you to throw the fucking woodsman out of here, drunk shit. He's been going on like So the woodsman, it's you know Snow White and all that stuff. This is the last straw, big thing. He has to go. Oh, which one do I want? Knowing me, I'm just gonna say do it yourself. This is something you should be doing. Oh yeah, that'd be a fair fight. Does that choice surprise you, though, Michael? No. No. See, the part of what I would choose is very different. And, you know, it's kind of funny because um, my style of playing this game does not fit the character I'm playing. Michael tries to be nice, and unfortunately, the, char- yeah, there, the character is no nice. It's either disregard or more disregard. Yeah, it's I. Yeah, it's disregard or completely go the hardcore route. Yeah, yeah. And and my my style, my preference is, I'm the I, I'm the chill person. Like I don't really want to. If there's an option for be chill, I pick that option. But his form of chill is like none there is no chill so you're either super hardcore or just dismissive (laughs) (laughs) and so we've talked a little bit about what you liked obviously you mentioned the art style the way things are done um 
the the interaction like the the quote-unquote gameplay is very straightforward there isn't a lot of there isn't a lot to it well right. let, let's be real um oh uh, let's see do i want to just open it or kick the damn thing open you're gonna kick it open anyway aren't you, you? <laughs> no never no i mean like i think he automatically kicks it open so right obviously this is the gameplay loop it's literally just gameplay prompts and everything else mm -hmm. uh so michael what let's talk about the story that you did portion that you did play uh pros version so far pros of the game is that Basically, I li I like this this the story and I like the the concept, but if I'm honest, I'm not a fan of the game. I'm not a fan of the gameplay because this mm -hmm. gameplay is it, what's it called? Where is this? You know, QT. It, it, it's very prompt based. Yeah, yeah. Quick, quick time, quick time. Yeah, yeah. And I can't, I can't stand quick time. Well, I was gonna say, I definitely agree that the gameplay is simple at best. Oop! Oh, as I missed it. it. Yep. Nope. Axeman. As he gets hit with his own axe. Anyway, uh, yeah. What what exactly is it that besides the QTE stuff that you didn't really care for though? Yeah. The, the gameplay is too simple to me. I like to have complicated gameplay and difficult gameplay and that sort of stuff. Little misunderstanding, but Yeah. Well, what's is funny because originally when I asked you what you wanted to play, because I knew you liked comics, I I, I knew that obviously. Mm -hmm. This is just the start of a shitty night. What I, I did not know is that you didn't and quote you, I like a focus on story. So that was the reason I made this recommendation. Yeah. I like story but I want the story to like so here's the problem. If the gameplay was simple but also had a story like for example, Mass Effect. You mm -hmm. still have to do something in the game. But yeah. also the story is very important. I think that's really cool. The problem with this game is that the gameplay is almost irrelevant and the choices are irrelevant. Like that part to me is it, it, when it pops up and it says, they will remember that. No, they won't. And this is where you kind of see the big bad wolf show up. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, uh, that, that's Other than that part. Do know the husband's not actually dead, right? He can take a lot. Yep. Uh, so I get what you're saying with the QTEs. It's a if you like narrative, as you can tell, still alive. <laughs> if you like narrative focused, like the focus of the game is narrative, then this is gonna be more important to you. So like the the gameplay is gonna not matter as much. Um, from the yeah. uh, from the sounds of it, you're more of a 
you prefer more a mix, a, a better mix. Well, I mean, that is part of it. But the thing about I feel about this game is that uh, if you want the story of this game, you can just watch it as a movie and the amounts of value you get from the gameplay is the same. Mm -hmm. Like, I... I, I the pro like I know it's like really just being napped down on this. I like, I like the the story, but I don't like as a game. Mm -hmm. So it made me want to watch it as a full movie, mm -hmm. or something like that, or or play or watch or like read the comics and stuff like that. So like it's a concept that I like. I think is very cool, but as a game, it seems like a cash grab because it doesn't have a, any kind of gameplay value like when i play a game I, and i when i love a game it's because there's a lot of replayability i don't even think there's playability here <laughs> it, it's to you it's more of an interactive movie yeah it's an interactive movie but i'd rather not interact if i'm just gonna watch a movie i'm just gonna watch a movie you yeah. know just because especially okay if it's basic interaction and it's just, you know, point and click adventure type. That's fine. I'm good with that. But needless, pointless, quick time events, uh, not not a fan. <laughs> not, not, not a fan of the QTE based events, huh? Mm -mm. Well, just because it's, it's, it's like trying to force interaction where it's unnecessary. Yeah. And that part is kind of annoying. Yeah. It's one, it's one of those things where Thank you. if you're not a fan of the QTE way of interaction, that's not going to be a, a game that you really enjoy because you, if, especially if it's a story focused game, cause you know, it'll end up taking you out of the story portion of it. So mm -hmm. it's this weird, weird conundrum. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's what it is. Yeah. So, but I really, I, I mean, in terms of like the, the story part, you know, the whole choice thing, there's, um, I, at the very beginning, Stop. before like this, before the fight, just talking to Mr. Toad, and then also the fight, mm -hmm. I did every variation of choice for Mr. Toad's interaction just to see what would happen to the, the outcome. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly the same for every single one. It's different like reactions, different responses, but the outcome, the final section, is always the same. And the fight is always the same. Like no matter what choices are made, so that part is kind of uh, like it just it just defeated the point. Once I realized that the when it says he'll remember that is no, it won't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's one of those things like because I've it's weird because I've played further into like these binary choices like that um, is what you what you're referring to. Yeah. I mean, if it was had, even if it had slight differences, you know, that's why that's fine. It's just the, the final outcome of every single event of conversation is the same. It's almost like they are game states that remember your choices that matter at the, towards the end of a game, the end of the game, if that makes sense. Where it's like, like although, when you say end of an episode or end of, like farther in, farther into the game series, so it, it's that still seems so limited in terms of like the choice stuff. Like, mm -hmm. 
I don't know. It just seems like a like a it seems like a lot of work to have very little value. Or not value, but like very little reaction to that work. You know? Because in terms of like the content, I, I think the, the the story is very good looking. And I think, the, I mean, it's not good looking. I think it is good looking, but I think the story is very interesting. And when I played through it, I did like it. And the, the twists and stuff are pretty cool. I do think that that was cool. It's one of those things where I think this isn't going to be in the same realm as like a David Cage game where the gameplay loop is going to be very similar to a day like this style of loop of game as mm-hmm. far as how the, the gameplay is more of an interactive movie is not going to be in the same way that you're looking at it, where you're hoping that different scenarios play out differently based on the choices and the things that you make and you know, all that kind of stuff which is i think something that you you might prefer that type of if you do a qte based game because at least there's a various outcome states yes. to those interactions. Yes. If if my changes actually matter, I want them to show that they matter with relatively soon to when I make the decisions. Yeah. So so as an example, uh, like the kind of game that you'd probably prefer, because uh, I've recently just got done play, uh, replaying Detroit. Um, very beginning of the game, literally the first, you have probably eight different states that that particular interaction can end in that is exactly what i'd want if it's going to prove to me that they matter that fast then i would like that kind of play even if the gameplay is limited if as as long as the story driven choices show that they matter immediately Uh, and and to me it felt like the entire episode one it didn't matter this episode of Gamester is brought to you by Bitwarden. One thing we can do to protect ourselves is having a unique password for every online account we have. I've been using Bitwarden for a while now to do just that. And not only it helps me keep track of my many passwords I now have, it includes a random password generator. And you can set the length of special characters and so much more. Better yet, it's 100% open source, receives third-party security auditing, and you can get started for free by going to bitwarning.com slash DLN. Want some of their premium features like one gigabyte of file storage, vault health reports, or just to support the project? It starts at only $10 a year. Jump over to bitwarning.com slash DLN to get started with your free account now. So I guess the real question is, where do you see yourself enjoying the, the potential of the story enough to actually play through the entirety of the season? Hmm... Because do because do no seasons it, are there? It's only one season. It's only the okay. six episodes. Okay. Um. And I will, I will say the story is very good and very interesting, and I'll, I will probably finish it. I, I will tell you one thing: there are different end states for the game. Hmm. Okay. So when they say they'll remember it, they will. It's just, it, like I said, it's one of those. That, rem- it'll take a long time for them to remember. It, 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 <laughs> it, it, it plays into the game differently. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's more of a slow burn as opposed to immediate interaction. Yeah, it's, which, it's that's that's interesting, but also they should be very clear about it. You know. Yeah. Uh, so like, and do know this is one of uh, Telltale's like actual first. Was this the first game or second game after The Walking Dead? Either way, it, it's one of their very first games that they put out. 
So mm. the, this is 2012-ish. So this is when episodic gaming game series like this were very new. Okay. In, in the way that they were being made and presented and that kind of stuff. Then obviously there was the rise and fall of Telltale and I'm not going to get into that, but um, it was just, it's definitely an interesting series. Um, this got me into the, the, the graphic novel comics, whatever. And I've enjoyed reading those and catching up on those. Uh, nice. Like you, um, it takes, it's one of those games that if, it, if you're looking for instant gratification, it's not going to be that kind of game. Right. And that that's a hard thing sometimes when you only have a limited time to invest in a game. Right. And again, because how long did the first episode take you? Not if you just played it. My style of playing these kinds of games is. Well, you want to play every different outcome. If you, Yes. <laughs> if you don't count the fact that I did the first scene, uh, two scenes, every variation. I'd say probably like in two hours, hour and a half. But because I did that, it took, and also because that intro never let you skip, uh, probably took me about three and a half, four hours maybe. That's what, kind of what I figured. Uh, so yeah, it, this each episode is somewhere between, I would say an hour or two, depending on the, the content within the episode. It depends. Mm-hmm. And if you're like Michael, if you're like, I want to see like if there are different outcomes. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people just play the game and go. I'm like, oh no, no, they. The first time it said, "Mr. Toe, remember that." Like, well, let's see if that's true. And I did every variation, and it kept saying that. And then, it, and then the re, the the final thing that Mr. Toad says before you leave the conversation is the exact same through every single choice, and that made me go, "Ah, okay, I get it now." <laughs> what they should what they should have said is that he'll remember that interaction. It makes it a little different. Like I guess the, the, the wording. Uh, yeah. To me, it's just kind of like, like what you said about Detroit, right? Yeah. That they show you the, that your choices matter instantly. Like that part is very interesting to me. Like, I, I think that would be a very cool concept of a story based game, but still like, it doesn't have to be the greatest gameplay ever. I mean, I'm not expecting to have, you know, this groundbreaking gameplay while also having a great story in every facet that still gives you multiple choice of everything. Like, you know, I, that'd be great by the way, but it doesn't have to be that, but at least if it's going to pick one of the other to do, I, you know, if it's going to be a game, make the gameplay at least have, you know, some facets of value. Like to me, it felt, it felt more like I'm playing through this game in order to see the story. Not because the game is a fun game. Well, see, uh, it, it's funny because these type of games I've always viewed in that light, though. Oh, just in general? Uh, like, well, no, for like these type of games, like the David Cage games, like Detroit and Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain and mm. Telltale style. Yeah, I've the, heard Heavy Rain is mostly just story. The, 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 the Telltale games style story, uh, storytelling, the episodic stuff. Uh, Mm-hmm. Other games that come to mind is like Life is Strange and those type of games. Um, there, there's not a heavy gameplay element to them. There's a gameplay element, but the s- focus is on the story and mm-hmm. the the branching narrative, I guess, is what makes it unique because there's uh, th- there's an element of 
this is the playthrough that I had in comparison to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I think that's for me anyway, that's the draw of these games and like these type of games where it's like, you can have these weird minutia details that are totally different than somebody else's. Yeah. I mean, I looked at your choices as we we were going through it mm -hmm. and I recognized like I made at least half of those different. Yeah, exactly. And well, that's just on the first episode. I'm assuming you've looked at. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, just just for watching you this one little segment of you doing it, because I, I, I completely different did different choices on at least half. Like I, I, and and also in a different like style. Your, um, my style was to kind of try to make him chill, which knowing that that's. I, I didn't even realize it was the big bad wolf until you said, and I, 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 I sent you like a message after and you're like, we got to record. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I sent you the message saying something along the lines. Of, he's always mean, basically. He's, he's always mean. And that's not my style. And I don't like that. And you, and you said, well, he is the big bad wolf. I'm like, Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Like I didn't get that. Cause I always called him Bigsby. Yeah. And, and 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 the woodsman was like, okay, but someone could just be called the just be named the woodsman and it not like I didn't realize it was based on these fable stories like the mm -hmm. fairy tales and stuff until you said Big Bad Wolf. I'm like, oh, that changes a lot. Like it, they it, should have been more clear in the intro rather than the you know, the person on the radio thing be like, Hey, guess who this person is? <laughs> a little more upfront about it. Yeah. It's like you, they they could have done like later in the thing they give you the they give you the thing they should have done in the beginning like when you're in the um the mayor's office or whatever deputy mayor's office whatever mm -hmm. you actually start learning about the fairy tale stuff and you get the book and you see the stuff and you see the comparisons and whatnot that should have been done in the beginning and then I would instantly know what this is about but once it once I figured out what it was about well okay once I was told what it was about. <laughs> I realized that, okay, I will be interested in this because it's, it's a new take on story and a, a kind of a hardcore, you know, modern take on stories that are, you know, hundreds of years old in some cases. Yeah. It's a, it's a hardcore, modern, very dark and very, very ad dark. adult. I, a couple times I didn't realize not choosing would choose for me and it always choose the worst thing. It chooses the worst. It's usually the option. dot 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 dot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's and it's it's the option that's always like, how could he be the worst possible reaction? And to me, that's not what I would do. I I would be the uh, that's what I said to you, that I wanted to be had the default be like the nice go into the setting and say I want to use the, you know, be... Paragon style or whatever, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And then this, but there is none. There is no Paragon style. So like, okay, sure, fair enough. But like, let me try to get something that's that's more relatively nice. And at one point, it actually almost made me go back and uh, play it again. But then I didn't want to go through the setting. But where you um, you have the choice to to give Colin a drink or not. I I didn't time it right and missed the choice, so he didn't give him the drink. I'm like oh no, I like that. Yeah, the the timer element can some people will hate because of the default response. 
and, yeah. the, and it, also the timer is only like five seconds. Yeah, at, at best, and sometimes it takes a little longer. Like some of the when you get like the four options, sometimes they're actually full responses that you have to actually read. And, oh, and uh, makes for an interesting <laughs> experience sometimes. Yeah, but, I can see that. So, not the biggest fan of the gameplay loop, which I think is the biggest. Obviously, you're saying is the biggest yeah. weakness. It's all about. I mean, it's definitely a preference thing. It's all about genre. It doesn't mean like just because I don't like it doesn't mean the game's bad. It's just like to me, the story is very interesting, and I will probably play it anyway because I do want to know what happens in the story. Um, so I will still probably, you know, go through the game, but I don't. The the style of gameplay isn't not my is not my thing, and uh honestly it's hard for you to have picked a game in the first place because you have a reference of one and that's not very helpful (laughs) the reference of rocket league yeah i have the reference of one game that is like nothing else like what are you gonna possibly get from this (laughs) so um supposedly they're supposed to be doing a season two of this um if they did this is obviously many years after this came out Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in actually trying that? But I thought Telltale was gone. Uh, people buy rights for things. Oh, I see. I got you. I got you. Um, if there was a season two of this, would I play it? I, I would say yes if they gave it more, like something to do other than watching. If it's just the same i would be I, I would not want to just because i wouldn't want to start it because then i'd want to know the story i want to know how it ends right so um this one is like i is this story good enough for me to keep playing yes is it good enough for me to start another actually maybe now that i think about it yes maybe it is kind of it is a very cool story so i i will hope that if they do a second one that it is a better gameplay style of some sort. And either way, I probably would still want to know the story. So this does have you interested enough to look at the comics though. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, almost instantly. Cause so, I went, I didn't know it was a comic base until you told me. And then it's like, uh, then yes, I'm very interested. So yes. there you go. If it didn't expand your view on gaming or right other than what you don't like <laughs> it told it, me it, it, it expanded it, your comic book range yes so yes. It, it showed me this particular uh type of comic that i had not heard of and uh i am definitely interested in checking that out so hey look pros either way <laughs> yeah there is there is definitely a value that i have found from this game Oh, 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 oh,